This season is brought to you by our great friends at Bloomerang. At Bloomerang, their vision is to empower fundraisers to do what they love and build a world inspired by giving, which all starts with their mission and commitment to fundraisers, making fundraising easier, fostering authentic donor relationships, and creating thriving nonprofits. This episode is brought to you by MSP Cultivate. New challenges arrive on your desk every day. New trends in communications are popping up faster than you can follow them, and technology affects everything you do. Our friends at MSP Cultivate help you find the right strategy and execution to help you accomplish your most fundamental goal, engaging and connecting with your donors. To learn more, visit mspcultivate.com. From We Are For Good Studios, this is Fundraising is Funny. I'm Lynn Wester. And I'm Clay Buck. Every week, you can join us to share laughs and shocking case studies as we unpack the most ridiculous situations that happen within our sector. Because sometimes we just have to laugh at ourselves in order to learn. Laughter through tears is my favorite emotion. <laughs> this is the podcast, and we're your people. We've got you, friends. We've got snacks, too. Because here's the thing. We believe in the power of generosity to change the world. And something tells us you do, too. At the root of each of these stories is a serious ethical question, a system or a structure or a person that allowed it to happen, or an outdated practice that is just ready for disruption. Now, don't worry. All the names here have been changed to protect the innocent. But the stories we share are 100% real life in the world of nonprofit fundraising. Because, come on. Fundraising is funny. Okay, let's go. Hey, Lynn. Hi, Clay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You know what pleases me? Uh, One of my favorite things, clever wordplay. Oh, wordplay. That sound. do not Google that, folks. Wordplay? I just feel like Wordle will come up and then you'll be hooked. Oh, God. Can we not? Okay, anyway. Wordplay, right. So love, absolutely. And and yes, it's a shame that I don't have human children because I do have the world's, one of the world's best collections of dad jokes. Like I'm there, I wear the cargo shorts with the New Balance tennis shoes on the weekends. Like I'm Sketchers. a total, total dad, right? Get it. You know what my least favorite things is? People? But no, no. Um, bad wordplay. And, and even more specifically than that, jargon. Oh, jargon. So I need to tell you this story. Okay, I love a story. I know you love a story. Is it a story that involves jargon? It is. Ooh. It is. So you know also that I, I have a deep love for strategic planning, and I teach strategic planning at, at the graduate level. Strategery. Strategery. You don't say. I love, love a good plan. Love a good strategic planning uh, session. So I was in a strategic planning session uh, not too long ago, um, working with a number of organizations coming together, uh, working on um, a, a key project. And of course, the topic of funding came up. And one of the key leads on this project, of course, gets up and says, do you see this coming? I can see something coming, but it's kind of like a train and I'm, Concerned. Yeah, you know, the first words out of their mouth are, we need to operationalize oh, God. ideating 
on targeting the low-hanging fruit. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. In other words. Like kumquats? (laughs) Well, I mean, so, like, I have a thousand thoughts that go through my head all at once. I got to thinking about what what this person was saying and and a very, you know, a very well, not, I won't say well-known, but a very well-respected, intelligent, right, strategist, low-hanging fruit. And what they're saying is... I can't stand that term. Prospecting donors, finding donors. In other words, finding people who are already teed up because they love our mission and they love the work that we do. Just hanging low. Right. They're not like hanging, like... Just seems creepy. Well, we use an awful lot of jargon around... Human beings who are generous? Yes. And that's unfortunate. You know... I think that if donors walked around our shops and heard us talk about them the way we do. Oh. I mean, it's funny, the low-hanging fruit jargony. But like, oh, well, he only gives da-da-da-da-da. Or I'm not inviting them. Last year, they they were stingy. They gave $500, having no concept what that sacrifice was for our organizations. No, here's, okay, Right. Right. Now, anybody that's known me for half a minute, excuse me, I beg your pardon, knows that I have a thing about the donor pyramid. Oh, there's no such thing. There is no such thing, and it was never true to begin with. I've but never anyway. seen one. I kind of feel like it's like Area 51. Um, but, like, we talk about, you know, major gifts. Do people walk around going, I'm a major donor? I know it's something that I put on my LinkedIn profile. You're a major donor? And Damn. also my dating apps maybe if i put i'm low-hanging fruit i think the men would come running there you go maybe so i shall try maybe so right or or you know i mean do people walk around going i'm a low-end donor right and then and then my favorites lie butt and side bunt oh don't you be talking about my butt now i get it these words mean something hands off my butt sir now these words mean something you know in in the industry in 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 what we do and in certain organizations you can say lie butt and everybody knows what you're talking about soft ask excuse me i'm just gonna go over here and do a hard ask (laughs) i've always said you were hard some of some of you get your heads out of the gutter ask ask the first time i ever met simone joyeau Bless. Oh, bless her. She bless grabbed her. me by the lapels. And if you don't know Simone. You had lapels on? I, had, I, was, I was at a conference. Fancy. I had lapels on. I did not have a tie on. But she grabbed me by the lapels. Because I went up to her and said something about the annual fund not being annual. She, she grabbed me by the lapels and we had a fabulous conversation. And uh, she is greatly missed. She was a spark, wasn't she? She was a spark. And she was saying things. Sass a frass. Yeah, exactly. Now, her, now there's a phrase, though. CRQs. Cage-rattling questions. That's a good one. That was Simone's phrase. I like that better than KPI. Oh, no, I love KPI. Key performance indicators. Oh, sorry. Right. In other words, how do you define success? But this is it. Start saying what With the low-hanging fruit. With That's how I define success. <laughs> With some major donors <sighs> and some special events, not mediocre ones. Now, I do think we need terms so that we, you know, we understand what we're talking about. Sure. But they get operationalized so frequently that they start to lose meaning. You want to do a fun, fun activity we should do sometime? Tell me. I mean, it, it's like, it would be fun. Go to a conference and ask a room full of 100 people, what's a major gift? Oh, 
I mean, I share the statistic. It's a drinking game. I don't know what it is in higher ed or healthcare. A but, lot. But writ large, there writ are, there's large. a writ large. I'm fancy. Whoa. You must be married to an English instructor. I am. Professor, thank you. Oh, excuse me. What was I saying? Writ large. Writ large, the average major gift for nonprofits. I, I know what that is. And whenever I share that statistic, it is shocking to people on what out of the 2 million nonprofits in the United States, what the average major gift is. You, we could play like um, family feud on that. Cause I okay. don't even know. I know. When- there are a number of different reports that list it as, <laughs> but why don't we go have a snack first? Oh, snack. Can I have a Klondike bar? What would you do for a break right now? Hey, Lynn. Hey, Clay. Guess what time it is? Uh, snack time? It's, you know, it's always snack time. It's recognition time, and it's time for us to share some recognition for our good, good friends at Bloomerang. That's Bloomerang, not Boomerang, because ow. <laughs> we love these folks, and they love us, and it's just a mutual love society, and Bloomerang offers donor management and online fundraising software that uh, really helps small to medium nonprofits like First Tee of Greater Akron, which is um, a amazing nonprofit that empowers kids and teens through the game of golf. Speaking of golf, their executive director, Josh, talks about how much he loves Bloomerang and how it saves them time and has really helped them change the way they fundraise. So to listen to the full interview with First Tee of Greater Akron, visit bloomerang.com forward slash funny, or you can just click the link in the show notes and help us join the Mutual Admiration Society for the platform that is Bloomerang. All right, we're back. How was your break, Lynn? <laughs> <Don't> you? <laughs> You're still, yes, coming back from break. Fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. So when last we met our intrepid heroes, they were discussing the average major gift. And we got there because we were talking about fundraising jargon, like yes. low-hanging fruit, which low-hanging we now fruit. realize that not all fruit hangs. Correct. Because I studied fruit for just a minute during the break. The average major gift, the studies that I have seen, and there are a couple of them, uh, on average for nonprofits, the average major gift is somewhere between $1,000 to $1,500. According to the Google, Uh not all fruits grow on trees. Some grow on vines on the ground, while others might grow on small plants or bushes. Facts, people. Okay. So not only is it jargon, it's inaccurate. Well... The intent of low-hanging fruit is to say this is the fruit that's easiest to pick. It's the easiest to reach, et cetera. What we mean is humans with emotions who care about the mission. And why do we refer to humans in such groups? Why do we need to jargonize them? Can't we just say, hey, look, these are introductory donors. Sure. These people um, support us and they're generous. Yeah. So... I have a, a mini story, just a little. Please, speech. yes, yeah, no. I was working with a client once, once, just once. That's, mm-hmm. that's, I've only ever worked with once. And so um, they had another consultant, which is always fun 
when you got two consultants and the same clients, mm-hmm. sometimes it's awkward at best. And um, I, I said, you guys really need to work on your recurring giving program because they were behind. And we know that recurring giving is one way to capture low hanging fruit. Mm. Just kidding. Uh, and so the consultant decided to come up with a name for their recurring donors. Mm. <laughs> she just, she, she presented at a meeting and I had to like turn around and face the wall because she said, we're going to call them. Is everyone ready? Thoughtful givers. So I immediately, being the intrepid, gumption-filled, kind person that I am, shot my hand up in the air mm. and said, so we call everybody else inconsiderate asses? <laughs> Oops, I said a naughty. How are you going to call a group of people thoughtful givers and the rest not thoughtful givers? Well, again, it's like we've said a number of times on this podcast, um, special events, because as differentiated from our mediocre or sort of events. So thoughtful givers and low hanging fruit should hang out together. I mean, and we could go through the list of jargon, I'm sure for hours, right. Of all the different phrases. And so I know we're going to say this at the end, but this, you know, I'd love to hear from folks what jargon (laughs) they use that just, you know, sends them up a wall or. And especially um, jargon regarding how we talk about our donors, I would say more than like, you know, Clay and I, you know, leverage and data driven and strategy. And Oh, what, what's my favorite one lately that one person is really high on. And that is, um, synergy. Oh, synergy. Good Lord. Pivot. Remember when we all went through the pivot, you know, I have pivot. My knees gave out from (laughs) (laughs) the only pivot I like is a pivot table. (laughs) That is a nerd. That's an Excel joke. Right. there. It was excellent. So what are we getting at here? Right. What are we getting at is that donors are human beings and not only are they human beings, um, but they're human beings who choose to be generous to us. All this to say, we shouldn't refer to people as that. And so our, our, our punchline, our, our effort today is what do you think about the way we talk about donors and how does that make us feel? And how do we dehumanize them sometimes when we really should be bringing out their humanity? Because they are, they're the best of us. We, those of us who are generous are the best of us. And, um, you know, some of our jargon gets in the way of remembering that. So as always, we love it for when you share with us. So, you know, we've done this whole episode talking about jargon for donors Share with us at fundraisingisfunny.com what's maybe the worst thing you've heard a donor called. Please be clean um, because um, our mothers watch this and uh, read it and all that good stuff. And like, what, you know, what what do you feel about jargon in our industry? And, and how do we go about rehumanizing and, and bringing the humanity back to the work that we do and remembering that people choose to be generous? And we should choose to be kind. All right, Clay. Yes. Another episode, another day. Another episode, another day. Thanks, everybody, and have a great one.